reflecting on boundaries. So I listened back through to my old podcast on boundaries, and it was from an article that I wrote a very long time ago, and it was when I was still blogging. And I talk a lot about being vulnerable. That was at the time when we would be writing things on our blog that were extremely vulnerable, and there would be people out there, it was the very start of social media, when people out there thought it would be okay to write comments and tell you either how to fix your blog, um, giving advice to how you should live your life, giving advice from their perspective on who you are and how you should be doing things. And it was a real awakening, eye-opening time period for me because I was putting things out there onto my blog that were very personal and hadn't quite learned yet what to put out into the internet world and what to keep back. So um, it was really interesting to listen to this one again because the title is Boundaries. Then I was expecting the article to, to have something to do with actually uh, creating ways to teach others how to treat you and to actually set up personal boundaries for myself and others possibly. Um, and, it, and it went in a different direction. So it reopened up and reminded me of that vulnerability of sharing who we are, what to share, and what does not necessarily need to be shared. And we are much more savvy in the social media world. I think it's almost going to the other extreme where I'm wondering what will happen to social media and um, because basically all of the things that I talk about here on my own blog and podcast are sort of being like overrun um, and overused and overexposed and sort of exhausted. However, they're still poignant. And I think what I'm learning is to come back to center and to realize when you do set up a spiritual practice for yourself, an intentional practice where you are first coming home to center and setting up your own boundaries for yourself. What is it you're willing to do each day? What are you waking up for? What is bringing you joy? And how to make sure that you get that opening so that you can have those things in your day. So what I've decided uh, in reflecting on boundaries is instead of sort of being all over the place, it's coming back to center to my own personal boundaries in order to center and to come back to teaching others how I want to be treated. The other thing, as I listened back and reflected, I was doing a lot of work uh, with classes and connecting with others in groups, lots of online groups. And it's within the last couple of years that I've sort of exhausted that arena for myself. I will no longer be running group classes. I am seeing the need. So here's a boundary. Seeing a need to come back to center for myself and remind myself that everything I do does not have to be made into a class and shared with others. So I think it's a sort of boundary setting for social media, a boundary setting for, and it's tricky too, because I come back to myself and I say, you know, back in the day, 
I, when I didn't have social media, you know, what was I doing? I kind of come back to, I was walking outside just to walk. I was looking at things out in nature just to look at things out in nature. And I'm also watching that idea of every single thing I see, I want to, you know, put it into a post and talk about it and write about it and do something with it. And I'm seeing that that's been exhausting me. So that's another boundary I'm setting in place. Stepping back from social media in all of its forms, stepping back from teaching classes, stepping back into a personal practice. So setting up boundaries in order to be personally vulnerable and connect in with myself, I need to center back into, well, what are the boundaries that I want to put in place right now for myself? The four agreements always comes into play. Being impeccable with my word. And also the other one that comes up with that is not taking anything personally. Those two are big truths for me. And I started to write a little bit about um, my Midwest upbringing and how that plays out with not taking anything personally, right? So I attach my stories to other people and I will tell a whole story about what they're thinking and I will decide that that's the truth. And then when they do or say something different, I'm caught off guard because I've created this whole world and story and I have assumed another thing from the four agreements. I've assumed what they're thinking and I've assumed how they're playing out their day. So another boundary for myself is to come back to center. When I start to see that I'm attaching my stories, you know, they won't like me if I don't do this, so I better do it that way. I'm thinking they're thinking this. And it just sort of spins into this whole world that doesn't exist for the other person, but it exists for me and I create sort of exhausting uh, energy flow for myself. So taking the time to notice that, to notice when I'm attaching my story onto someone else. The other piece of that is attaching old stories to whatever's happening now here in the new. And that starts to erode my own personal boundaries. So listening is something that I want to be putting in the forefront, listening to myself, listening to my body, listening to what it is I need and taking the action steps to do that. And sometimes with saying action steps, action can be rest. And that's another thing that's getting promoted out there on social media, but I don't believe it's being practiced. Some people are, of course, always. But those are the people who have a practice and who've always been doing it. They have a program and they set it forward and keep the pace with that. But for the most for the most part, most of us are throwing the word rest around and um, not really sure you know, what that means for us individually. So I'm going to take some time to look at listening, resting, discovering what my truth is, Coming back to affirmations, which for me connect in with my physical body, setting up a spiritual practice, quiet time. And these are things I've always done, but I'm going to really take some time to, it's interesting too, to use the word boundaries because that can sound sort of um, controlling, 
But I think of with the tarot cards, let's say the two of swords, where she's got the blindfold on and she's got the two crossed swords in the Rider Waite deck. And that idea that the blindfold is self-imposed and it can be removed. The choices are ours to make. And so with boundaries, you have to make one choice over the other in order to move forward onto that path. So setting up some clear intentions to allow the boundaries to be noticed and to be put into place. And that way I can step out into the world and be vulnerable. And I think listening to others is a real big vulnerability because you're opening yourself up to them to speak and to have to sit and listen without sharing all of the things that are going on in my mind. Again, that starts to project out. Here's what I think. Here's what, here's what I would do. Here's a story from my life. Here's something important to me. I watch myself do that. And I think, no, let's come back to center. So one of my boundaries will be to listen to myself and then out there to others physically to get out and walk more. I am noticing that that is something that's missing from my life. I am getting out and walking, but it's not as often as I would like it to be. So connecting back in with that and back to affirmations, putting words to feelings and connections and deciding you know, what's going to lead me forward. If my back is hurting, if my shoulder hurts, if there's something going on, I was thinking back about, you know, the pain body and how to listen to that and to speak the affirmations to calm that sort of erratic energy. So this is a time, and it's interesting too, because it is now springtime here in, in the Midwest, in um, the United States and the Western Hemisphere. And I'm finding spring to probably be one of the most violent seasons. I don't know how you feel about it. It's beautiful. But right here in Michigan, where I live, it's cold still. The birds are out early, which can be beautiful. But then as I listen to them, I'm like, they're setting up their boundaries. They are setting up their territories. And they are no nonsense. When they're fighting out there at the feeder, or they're flying into the windows, or they're screaming at each other with, we think this bird song is sort of this beautiful thing. But as I listen, there's a real agitation underneath it because they are setting their boundaries. So again, coming back to my own self and boundaries and realizing that there's a real agitated push to set up the boundaries so that I can get the rest that I need. And even though it's an exciting time to step out and grow because it's spring, it's also a really good time to take note and check in because I have not been doing the exercise that I normally do over the winter months. So being gentle and mindful with taking care of my body, which means I have to be very vigilant and say to others, that sounds great, but I need to step back. I need to step back and I need to really listen to my body and myself. So this has been an interesting ride because I really enjoy going back and reflecting on what I was thinking at one point in my life and what words I chose to describe that. And now I'm in a very different place, but I'm still bringing myself, you know, here with me. 
and finding that that continuation of the practice, practicing, centering, having a quiet morning ritual, setting up boundaries, deciding what those boundaries are, and then stepping those out into the world a little bit to see how do they hold up? What is my truth? And am I showing others how I wish to be treated? So that's where I am right now. And thank you for listening along. If you have listened this far, I appreciate it. I would love to hear from you. And if you want to continue listening, I will put up the old boundary podcast that I put up a few years back based on a a blog post from years ago, probably 15 years ago. It's one of the oldies, oldies, but goodies. So if you want to continue to listen, feel free and happy spring. And let's move into creating boundaries for our personal lives. Boundaries. I seem to come back time and time again to this thought. How much do I share? In this world of sharing so much, I wonder what is worth sharing and what is better left private. Each time I share the gifts of writing, listening, or creating, I notice the vulnerability that accompanies them, an uncomfortable feeling at the back of my mind that says, what if you're judged or criticized? What will you do if you're confronted? When we share any part of ourselves, it becomes open for criticism and judgment. I still struggle with this. I am sharing my gifts, right? But not everyone appreciates the heartfelt wonder and expression that goes into that sharing. Others live in their own world of understanding and may see their comments and judgments as helpful. At times, I may share something and receive feedback. I do not necessarily want this feedback, but there it is, at my feet, waiting for a return response. What do I do with this? I thought sharing my thoughts and ideas was a gift, like a little child sharing her heart or her story. Do we judge the gifts that others give us? Well, if I really think about it, yes, we do. When we give, we will also receive, and sometimes I just want to give and leave it at that. So what to do with this dilemma? I recently spoke with a friend of mine who wondered if my blog might be too open. Perhaps I'm showing too much of myself, being too vulnerable, and not able to handle the criticism or even the gentle enthusiasm from a reader. I need to think about the boundaries I set in all that I do. I agree with this to some extent. However, what I share is a part of me, and I hope others will see in themselves, and then we will form a connection. We're all working toward learning that we're all on the same path together and we're not alone. So when does not being alone move into, I can critique your vulnerable sharing? This leads me back to my need to do what my friend suggested and create some boundaries. I need to teach others the way I wish to be treated. How do I do this, though, without shutting out the vulnerable bits? So I need a boundary in place. Here are some things that I've done recently. Very small, but important. One, be intentional with my words. Also be impeccable with my words, pulling from the four agreements. Always take some time to sit, think, realize, go into my gut, 
Is this something that I want to share and will I be able to support it? Is it my truth? Two, prepare comments to any possible argument or enthusiasm someone might voice. So always be prepared. If I'm going to put something out there, if I'm going to share something, I need to be able to stand behind it and be able to support what it is I'm saying. Again, back to knowing what my truth is. Three, keep in the vulnerability to the point where I would be able to share my point of view if questioned. So knowing I'm putting something out there and becoming vulnerable, not taking it personally, taking a step back and realizing that not everybody will agree with what I say and allowing them to have their thoughts and expressions and be able to just say, thank you for that. Sort of like when you're meditating and the thoughts flow through and you just sort of let them flow through like a cloud. Same thing. Somebody says something to me, I have to be able to just let it flow through, say thank you, bless it, and move on. I think this works on a day-to-day exchange as well. I want to share. I wish to be vulnerable and show others they're not alone. I need to create boundaries so that I can continue to be and share and be the best possible person I can be, share the best bits, and be prepared to live in that vulnerability, knowing my truth and living in it. So how do you create boundaries? I'd love to hear from you.